Welcome everyone to the 20 Rock Podcast. And I am your host, Ricky, and with me, unfortunately, no one's with me today. LJ is gone. He left. Have no idea where he is. And if you're watching the video portion of this podcast, which you can do at youtube.com slash 20 Rock Productions, you'll notice it's just be my, my lonesome. I also have to apologize about my attire. It's really hot out here, so forgive me. But anyway, moving on. If you guys enjoy the show and want to support the show, make sure you give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are most likely in it. Also support our Instagram. Everything's going to be in the description if you're watching the video version on YouTube. And if you're watching it on Spotify, it's also going to be in the description as well. Just give it a like, five stars, wherever you are. It helps us a lot. So, it's just going to be me today. Again, not a bad thing. I'll try to make you guys feel a little bit different this this evening, this morning. No matter what time you're listening to this episode, it's going to be a slow burner episode. We're just going to take it easy. We're going to calm down. It's not going to be as exciting. I know when LJ is around and I got other guests around, it becomes a little chaotic. But not this time. This time is going to be me and I'm going to take you on a ride with me. So... What has been happening? You know, it's been it's summertime. It's, it's kind of hot. School's out. You know, everyone's out. Here where I live in the Northeast, it's been kind of raining a lot. So it's not really good. not going to lie to you guys. See, I'm an outdoor type of guy. I like to go out, do stuff like biking, hiking, and shit like that. And it kind of sucks. not going to lie to you, folks. It kind of sucks. It's just not being able to do that makes me very upset because I'm not the type of guy that stays inside the whole all the time, you know, especially during the summertime. Like when you live in the Northeast and you have, you know, four seasons, you kind of tend to appreciate and enjoy summertimes way more than someone that, let's say, lives in like California, you know, like over there, it's just sunshine all the time or someone that lives in Miami. So over here, it's been kind of rough, not going to lie. Hopefully it gets better. So for me, that's kind of what I've been up to. Not a whole lot. At this point, I would have asked LJ what he's doing, but since he has disappeared, we'll, f- we'll skip that for now. So, we'll go right in, we'll dive right into the content that you guys like, and that's Reddit. And we have a few fun Reddits, and since it's by myself, so I'm by myself this time, I'm going to make these Reddits a little bit longer. Okay, these are going to be long Reddits, it's going to be a good podcast, we're going to talk about a few things, what I think mostly... So it's it's a little it's up close and personal, just how I like it. So, what about relationship advice? That is a Reddit I've been on, a subreddit I've been on for the longest, just looking for stuff. And I believe I found the one, and I'm gonna share it with you guys. It's a long story, but bear with me. I'm gonna skip a few parts. I'm not gonna say the whole thing because it's long as shit. Of course, like everything on Reddit. So I got my trusty phone over here. And I'm going to start reading it. So, actually, no. My mistake is not from uh, relationships. It's from ask men advice. So, I guess someone needs advice and they're asking men. You know how that goes sometimes. So, we'll see. Let me get a swig of this water real quick. You know, it's going to be a long episode. So, 
Mm. Ah, that's pretty good right there. All right. So let's begin. This Reddit's called, I need advice on how to proceed in my relationship with my boyfriend. So I'm going to assume it's a female and her boyfriend and her have problems, so she needs advice. We'll see what we can do to help her out. All right, so I'm going to read some of this stuff. Not everything, like I said, so bear with me. My boyfriend and I have been together for over a year. At the beginning, he did most of the pursuing. He would ask me to hang out all the time. I want to have sleepovers. He would text me all the time and make me feel the most loved person in the world. Always starts like that. So, you know, this is nothing new. You know, at the beginning, the guy is always nice. The guy is never, like, the piece of shit that he will become later on. So, like, pretty pretty standard stuff right here. After about eight-ish months, he's eight-ish, eight-ish. Okay, so eight months after, I guess. He started becoming distance. Ooh, here we go. The plot thickens. He does not really text me unless I text him first. In fact, we gone a whole day without talking. Adding my perspective, he just stopped trying. I got into a really bad car accident and all he did was ask if I was okay. But will not come to check on me because he was having a bad day. By the way, I got into the accident on the way to hang out with him to cheer him up. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, God. We had a really bad fight where I considered breaking up with him a couple of months after that. I told him how I did not think that he liked me and that he was no longer attracted to me. She's saying that they're rarely intimate. So I guess they're distant. He ain't trying. He ain't fucking her. I suppose it doesn't have to be fucking, just cuddling, you know, be unaffectionate. That's also a, a, a huge part of relationships as well. He sat there emotionless while I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> God. I asked him why he was so stoic, and he said, what is there for me to be sad about? I responded, I guess she, well, I'm sitting here crying because I don't feel loved by you. He just shrugged and said he will try to be more affectionate and caring. For a little bit he was, but now he has returned to his whole habits. Now, ladies, you got to understand this. If a guy ain't really feeling it and he says he's going to change, he will do so for a few weeks or days, and then he'll be back on that bullshit again. It always goes like that. It always happens. I don't know. Something about us, man, we just don't, I don't know. We're just fucking assholes like that. Not all. Some. Let's see. So she starts going, she starts uh, elaborating more a little bit on her her trouble. So we're going to read that too. We only ever hang out if I initiate it and it has to be on certain days. I feel anxious trying to ask him to hang out because I know he's going to say no or make me feel bad for even suggesting it. When we do hang out, which which does not happen often, he sleeps the whole time. One of her biggest fights was because I accused him of not wanting to spend time with me. He said that it was because he gets bored since we do the same thing every time we hang out. All right, motherfucker, I don't know you, right? But come on, dude, really? You're going to say that is her fault because you're a boring-ass bitch? God damn. I explained to him that I would love to do other stuff, but he's always too tired and I did not want to force him to go out. I even looked up and suggested a bunch of activities and he just disregards it. With that being said, he's never too tired to hang out with his friends. 
there you go. The friends start showing up. That's what I was waiting for. He will stay up until 3 in the morning, drinking and getting high with them. This ends up with him being too tired and too sick to hang out with me. Look, if someone really fucks with you and someone really likes you, they will take time out of their their schedule or day to hang out with you and spend time with you. There's no such thing as I'm too tired to hang out with you because I was just getting fucked up with my friends and getting high with my friends. Fucking bullshit. That does not make sense. This guy clearly doesn't give a fuck and he doesn't want to spend time with you. So I'm just going to skip this whole thing because there is a lot and she goes really in depth into this whole thing. But all she's just doing is kind of shitting on the guy because the guy is a piece of shit. So I don't I don't need to read this to know that. So we're going to go to the last thing. Oh, this is actually very important. Let me read this one. His depression is the main reason why I don't want to break up with him. I love him and I don't want anything bad to happen. I am also depressed, but he is never really there for me. When he's having a bad day, I offer to bring him food, lay with him, and just be there for him. When I'm having a bad day, he asks if I'm okay and then ignores me while he games. Damn. That's, that's horrible. So at the end, she's asking, what do I do? Do I stay with him and help him? Do you know why he will be acting like this? Well, that's really easy. That's really easy. You got to leave. You got to leave this guy, whoever it is. You're young. You should not be there in a relationship where you get treated like shit constantly. No matter who it is, if the guy has depression and you see that as an excuse to not leave him, then you need to kind of get a hold of yourself and realize that you're not his mom. You're not his caretaker. Yes, you are the girlfriend, but at the same time, that title does not mean a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? That title is kind of kind of meaningless you give the the title of girlfriend you're the one that gives it mean depending on how good the relationship is if the relationship is kind of shitty like it is i don't think that means a whole lot and it clearly doesn't mean a whole lot for him because he's you know he seems to be okay nothing's facing him you know he you were crying right next to him he was saying nothing just being very indifferent that's the sign of a man that has stopped caring, you know. So just because he has depression or whatever mental illness he has, it's not an excuse to not leave, okay. He should be able to take care of himself, you know. You should not have to be there to be his savior, you know. He don't want to be saved, all right, like. You know, it's like that song, you know, hoes don't want to be saved. Well, he don't want to be saved, all right? Like, this guy is gone. He's long gone. What you got to do is leave. Pack your shit, and then you go. It's easy as that. But I do understand that sometimes when you love someone, for whatever reason, leaving is very tough. It becomes very tough to leave that situation because you tend to hold on to what made the relationship good at the beginning. Has happened to me before. You think to yourself, 
I can change this person. This person needs me in order for them to be better and to have a good life. But the sad reality is that change starts within. You cannot force anyone to change if they don't want to change themselves. You know what I'm saying? We all been there. I feel like that's the thing that everyone learns at one point in their life where you're in a situation that is terrible, but you want to go back to when it was good. This happens a lot in like early relationships. And I can I can tell, you know, you're you're young. He's young as well. You guys are figuring things out. But it's, it's just the love. You know, you're infatuated by a person that when shit gets bad, you don't want to leave that person because then you feel like you fail. You feel as if you didn't do enough. Like you could have saved the relationship if only you tried harder. But sometimes it doesn't work like that. It needs to be a, a 50-50 type, type deal. Cannot be like 99-1. No. And that seems to be the problem in this relationship where right now you're driving to him, giving him food, supporting him when he has his bad days, which seems to be a lot of times. And when you have a bad day and you need him, he's nowhere to be found. So then how does it work? How do you feel the love in that? You are giving him the love, but he's not giving the love back. But you keep holding on to these memories of when you guys first met. You know, those seven months that you said he was good. They probably were the best times. That's that's that honeymoon phase. I talked about that in a few of my episodes back. About the honeymoon phase and how long it lasts. Usually it lasts for a year. But for this motherfucker, it lasted seven months. So it depends from, from man to man. So... It's it's crazy to think that when you're in a relationship with someone, they can just switch like that. You know, that's kind of strange to me. It's always been where you don't. But to be honest, it's kind of crazy because it's not that the person switch. It feels like they did. But the person has always been like that. They just didn't show you their true self yet. You know, it's like, oh, shit, they were always like this. But I never noticed or I didn't care to notice, you know, because you see some red flags from the beginning, you know, and sometimes you tend to ignore those red flags. You can live with these red flags until you can't anymore. That's kind of what happened to you where this guy just became kind of distant. Why he became distant? What happened? You know, then you start blaming yourself. It's something I did. And that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people in a relationship, they like to blame themselves. Kind of like how you're doing in the Reddit, where you're saying, what do I do? I love him. I feel like it's my fault. But in reality, it was never your fault. It was always the other person. You know, you're not the one that needs to take the blame. It's the, the fucking asshole that's doing it to you. You know, so my advice in all of this, I personally, what I would do is, if you really want to say, again, every relationship is different. The way that I am, at least in relationships, is I like to fight for them. I don't like to give up that easily. You always want to have that good talk. There's always a good talk. You know, I like to say the good talk is when you really sit down with the person and you put all the cards on the table. You know, you're transparent. You tell them everything, how you feel, what is happening. And you also got to let them know. 
that you might leave if this behavior does not get any better. You will leave, right? I feel like this kind of talk shows you and gives you a lot of information about what the other person is. If they don't really give a fuck and they're just willing to just break up, then hey, fuck it. It was it was never there, you know? That that was not the one. But if they're willing to fight and they're willing to change and and you can see that change, but not just for a few days, but actually constant change, then you can tell like okay, maybe maybe this is what what they needed. They needed that that wake up call as I like to call it. You know. So for this situation, I would do that. I would have that one talk with him. If you'd really, truly love this person, which I don't understand why. He seems like a fucking asshole. But, hey, here in the 20 Rock podcast, we don't judge. But take everything I say with a grain of salt. You know, my word is not law. So I would kind of do that and see what happens. You know, I, I wish you a lot of luck. I feel like the situation that sucks. She also mentioned that she suffers from depression. So that's also something that's not good. I mean, people can live with it, but it makes def- definitely makes situations harder than what it should be, you know. And two people having depression at the same time seems like a lot, you know. So I wish you the best, whoever. What was the, what's this username? I forget. I'm not going to put their usernames out there. You know what? I'm not going to do that. But whoever it is, good luck to you, you know. And everyone out there listening, you know, just... Just get out of these bad relationships as fast as you can, especially if you're young. You know, if you're young, you have your whole life ahead of you. You don't need to be treated bad, you know. You don't deserve that, whoever you are, whoever's out there listening. You deserve better all the time. And you deserve someone that treats you good, treats you with love and affection and actually makes you feel good, not someone that makes you feel like whatever you're doing is wrong. Even when you're all you're doing is just asking to asking to hang out, you know that's that's a very bad feeling. I will not wish that upon anyone. So, very much good luck to you. Like I said, we have a long episode today. That's only the first one. We got two more to go, guys. We got two more to go. Let me check my show notes over here. Yeah, I got show notes. You know, I gotta keep it keep it organized today. Alright, this one's a good one. But you know what? It's time for that hydration. Let me get a swig of this water again. Some ASMR for you guys. That was good. Not talking, just fucking makes your mouth dry. Like, fuck. But I love doing this shit, so. Alright, so. The second one we got comes from the Reddit. <laughs> so Reddit. Am I the asshole? Ooh, this might be a good one. This might be a good one. See, I wish my I wish LJ was here because he would have loved these ones. He loves being an asshole. So, I think everyone can relate to this one again. I'm gonna read this one to you. The whole thing. It's not not long. Am I the asshole for telling my friend the reason nobody wants to hang out with him? Yeah. <laughs> so I have a friend who we'll call John. So. Hypothetically speaking, his name is John. But we all know a John. Okay, we all have a John. So, hear this shit out. John and I have been friends for a while, and I'm the only one he hangs out with on a regular basis. So, they're the only two guys that hang out. You know, John just doesn't have fucking no one, apparently. Currently, we're on vacation together, 
and I was going to make myself some food when he flicked the fuck out. He told me that I'm not allowed to make food because he was about to cook dinner and that if I made food now, he wouldn't give me any of the dinner he made. So John was mad because he wanted his friend to eat his food, not his own food. Okay. He also berated me for being vegetarian and that it's my fault that I don't like the food he's making because it has meat in it. What the fuck, John? Get your shit together. I told him, this is the exact reason nobody wants to hang out with you. You try to control everybody's lives and makes them do what you want. Clearly, he wasn't happy with that, with what I said. But I think that he needs to realize that nobody likes to be told what they have to do. And nobody likes someone to micromanage them. So was I right to say that or did I take it too far? So the point of this subreddit is that people kind of submit their, their stories ending. You tell them if they're being an asshole or not. And in this story, John's being a fucking asshole, not you. You know, I mean, he seems like a dickhead right out of the bat. And also, he likes to control every aspect of everyone's life. You know, is the type of person that's a control freak that just wants everyone to just follow him and do what, what he wants. You know, we, we have people like that in our life. Everyone has a friend, that one friend, you know, that no one really likes, but we still hang out with him, you know, just because we kind of feel bad, you know, like these people that are assholes, they still need friends. We still need to support them. Right. So, I mean, fuck, you did good. I think you did amazing. What I think a lot more people should be honest with their friends. You know what I'm saying? I think people should be a little bit more blunt and honest about shit. You know, I feel like we live in a world where people don't want to hear what's wrong with them or don't want to take responsibility for the shit that they do. They will like they will they will blame it on someone else before they blame them themselves. You know, and that's a trend that I've seen a lot happening. You know, growing up, just like. I was a, I'm still am, I'm a very blunt fucking person, I'll tell you how it is, you know, I'll be nice about it, I'm not gonna be a douchebag, unless you piss me off, but, I'll be nice about it, I feel like there is a little line, I mean, uh, already the line between being honest and being an asshole is very thin, it's a very thin line, that you, you have to thread carefully, you know, Because you don't want to be known as the guy that's just an asshole because you're blunt with everyone. I don't agree with that. I don't think you should be blunt with everyone that you come across. Okay? Not everyone wants to hear every day how shitty they are. Okay? That's not a thing. That would affect me. If I have a friend that every single day they tell me that what I'm doing is wrong and this and they're being too honest, I'm going to drop them at. I'm going to drop that ass. Like, fuck that. I'm going to drop you like a hot potato right away. I don't want to hear that shit every day, all right? Let me figure it out, you know? Sometimes I might need a little bit of guidance, but other times I'm going to figure this out by myself. I feel like I should do it. I'm a human being. I'm a person. I should be able to figure this out on my own. But being a little honest, it helps. It keeps people in check, 
That's what I like about being honest and blunt with people. It keeps them on their toes, you know. It's like a fight, you know. Have you ever done boxing before? You know, you hit them with a little jab, you know. You don't want to knock them out with a jab. You just want to keep them in check. That's kind of what you do when you tell them, hey, you're doing something that is kind of an asshole thing to do and you should stop it. Because even though I might tolerate that, there's someone out there that will not fucking tolerate that shit. And it has happened many times because I'm the type of guy that I don't take shit from anybody. You know, I don't like to be quiet about stuff that I can solve using my my words. You know, like, for example, let's say you go to like a restaurant with your your girl, your boyfriend, you know, whatever. Right. And they bring you the wrong order. So some people what would do is. They don't want to be a bother, so they would just eat whatever meal they have in front of them. Even if it's wrong, even if it's not what they order, just because they did not want to be confrontational and they did not want to upset the waiter for clearly, you know, making a mistake, right? I know people like that. We all know people like that. That behavior is stupid. If you do that, stop. When you see something like that, speak up. You have a voice. You have a word. You got to do what you got to do. If I order lasagna and you're bringing me duck, fuck your duck. I want the lasagna. Again, I'm not going to be mean to the waiter. You just got to learn how to be about, you know, you got to finesse it. You got to gotta be kind of charismatic a little bit. You know, you can't just be blunt. You got to be confident. You got to be like, hey, come here, bro. You fucked up my order. What's, what's this? I, I ordered the lasagna. You're giving me a duck. Change this shit. And to be honest, the waiter's just going to be like, oh, my God, my bad. I will change it right away. Because most of the time, we like to think for others. We like to think that others will be upset by our behavior of when we are going to say something. When in reality... They are not going to be upset. They are going to acknowledge their mistake and fix it. You know, a lot of people don't like doing that. They don't like talking because they think it's going to bother and upset people. When in reality, it's not really upsetting anyone. All it's doing is you're speaking for yourself. You're letting the other person know that they fucked up, which they will want to know anyway. Even let's say in this example, the waiter example, he will like to know, you know, Because what's worse, that at the end of the night when he gets the check, you know, you already left, you tip the the waiter, you didn't give him anything because he gave you the wrong uh, meal. But he didn't know because you didn't speak up. So now he's fucked because he made you upset, but you kind of didn't say anything, but you still punish him for it. That type of behavior does not make sense at all. So... Sometimes in life, you have to speak up. You have to be have a voice. You have one for a reason. Don't ever take shit from anyone. Just like this guy from Reddit. He was tired. All he wanted was to make his own food. And his friend flipped the fuck out for no reason. What do you do with people like that? You check them. That's what you got to do. You check your friends. Even if they're the fucking assholes, you got to let them know, yo, you're being a dickhead. Stop it. Stop it right now. Because if it's not me, it's going to be somebody else. So if you see the asshole, 
I'll leave it up to you. I'll leave it up to you, the people in the audience, whoever's listening. Personally, you know how I feel. He was not an asshole. He was just doing what he needed to do. There are so there's not a lot of things you can do in that situation to make it pretty, you know. You're not gonna go up to him and softly give him a kiss in the neck and be like, "Hey, I think you're being a dude." Like, no, you gotta let them know. You gotta get that anger out of you. That's the only way they'll know that they've been fucking up. Can't sugarcoat this shit. Like, if you're gonna be blunt and you're gonna be honest, you have to understand that you're gonna piss off a lot of people. That's just the nature of it, of people that are like that. You're just going to do it. You might even lose some fucking friends. But to be honest, are they even worth it? If they don't want to listen to the reality and they don't want to listen to your honesty, you know, that's just my two cents in the matter. I just feel like that's just how most people should be, you know. Again, there are levels to this shit, you know, can't be an asshole. But you can be nice about it and, and still speak up. So I encourage everyone to learn how to speak up. You know, use the voice that you have for good and and f- to do good in the world. Not just to check your friends. You know, anyone can be a fucking asshole. But maybe use that voice to help someone in need. You know, if you see something you don't like, speak up about it. Because it goes both ways. It it, it works in, in different ways. You know, you can either... Tell someone that they're being bad or you can speak up about injustices that you feel are not being addressed. And that's what I feel has been happening a lot, you know, with all the movements and stuff and people actually speaking up for what they want. That's kind of cool. That's kind of tight because, you know, you don't see that. In like, in like a few years, you didn't see that shit, you know. But now everyone, even people that are way younger, have a voice and they know how to use it. Also, social media, too, is kind of crazy if you really think about it. Like, like, social media has changed the game in a way that it just gives everyone a voice. But it also has a bad thing that it gives everyone a voice. And what I mean is it gives fucking idiots a voice. So it's like a double-edged sword that you got to be real careful. It can work for good and it can work for, for the bad thing. See, when you study a lot of this, see, I'm, I I go to college, right? And I kind of study this shit a lot because they have you make these, like, like essays and, like, projects where you got to, you know, find news, you know, find the use of social media and how it has affected the life of uh, Americans and teenagers. And so you kind of just start fucking writing constantly about the cons and the pros of social media that to a point it's just in your brain now like is you just know it already that even though it's good there's also bad things to it like people doing wild shit on social media posting it goes viral and then there you go you know what i'm saying like social media has given power to every single person with a phone and data you know or a wi-fi like like, it's kind of wild to think about that. I think about that shit every day. You know, I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I see just, like, some wild-ass memes and shit. And I'm like, my goodness. I love social media. <laughs> oh, my God. I told you, it was going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. How about we do one more? I have one more for you guys. Maybe even a fourth one, too. Who knows? I'm having a blast with this. I'm just saying. This is actually pretty good. 
So this one comes from, let me check my show notes again. You know, I got to keep organized. Mm, all right. I'm actually going to save this one for later. I'm going to save this one for later. As well, but I got another one. I got another one for you guys, right? Ooh, this is pretty good. So this one says, how do I make small talk? What's all that about? Let's check this out. Hey, guys, I need some help. I am very comfortable talking about things that I'm interested in, but a majority of the people I run into don't share any of my interests. I think it's a common problem. You know, you're not not everyone likes what you like, and you meet a lot of people that just, you know, they don't fuck with the shit you do, you know? And I think you got to be okay with that sometimes, that not everyone that you meet is going to like the same shit you like. And you can't really be mad at them for not liking the same shit. Like, you know, that's kind of like wild to think about. That some people do get upset. Like, fuck those people. Uh, Let's see. It's a little easier with men since I'm into quite a few male-dominated hobbies like gaming, works of fantasy, and making music. I'm also into hiking and yoga, but I don't really know how to talk about them. Yo. Talk to me. Talk to me. I was just talking about hiking and yoga in the beginning of the episode. Yo, hit me up, wherever you are. We'll talk about yoga. <laughs> but I don't really know how to talk about them. Best I can come up with is what's the tall, the tallest peak you climb? <laughs> Yo, that tallest peak was in fourth grade, my man. Come on, that's that was the, that was the peak. That was the peak right there. Yo, I had this dinosaur book. I would take it to school. Everyone wanted to read that joint. Everyone was like, you got to show me the Stegosaurus again. I got you. Page 12. I didn't get no bitches that day. <laughs> or how long have you been practicing yoga? Okay, that's a calm. I kind of hear that too. Not going to lie. I, I hear that a lot because I, I also do. I just I started doing yoga like at the end. Not the end. It was like the. Yeah, yeah, I think at the end of, like, when COVID shit was kind of settling, before the vaccine, I started doing a lot of, like, yoga stuff just to, like, I don't know, try something new. Because I like working out, but I always feel like yoga always gets a bad rep. Like, it's always something that's more, like, a women thing to do. You know, it's like, oh, it's girly. Oh, I'm going to go to yoga with the girlfriends. But in reality, it's not. Like, yoga is tight. Like, anyone that's listening, like, try it. It's really easy to do. It's also, like... One of those exercises that you can include in at the beginning of your workout, but also at, at the end, too, because there's a thing called power yoga, which is just like a workout. Like it makes you sweat like it's crazy how it is. It's just a bunch of calisthenics like that shit is insane. You can have a whole workout, but also just becoming more flexible and like working on your joints and all your sh- and all your shit like, oh, my God, it's great. So. Highly encourage everyone to do it. I have a segment of that maybe next episode. Talk about like workouts and stuff. I like I really like I really like this stuff. I'm not like a gym rat or anything like that, but I really like that stuff. You know, keeping yourself healthy is important. You know, you gotta keep the ma- the mind healthy, but also the physical healthy too. So, all right. He says, but a majority of women I talk to aren't into either of those. The most common responses I get to, "What do you do for fun?" are going out. Watching Netflix, shopping, uh, shopping, sorry, and traveling. I'll be honest, not gonna lie, some women out there, not all, some, just some, they be kind of boring. Not gonna lie, I, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Most women out there just don't do a lot of interesting things. Like, 
like shopping is fine, you know. Like if you like shopping, like, like you know, I like shopping too. I go to groceries, like you know, I go to shoe shop, you know, I shop for bananas. Does that mean I like shopping? No, like, like I don't enjoy that shit. I have to do it, but it's like shopping for me has always been a weird hobby, you know. It's like oh, so you like spending money every chance you get, like that. That to me is like wild, you know. That to me is wild, like shopping, as like a hobby. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's like a very girl thing, but at the same time, I don't want to like put labels on anyone because I know some guys that like fucking drop like money on like jewelry and shoes, mainly shoes. You know, so it's like that's a whole nother conversation we need to have, man. Like, come on. But yeah, some women just do not that interesting, to be honest. You'll find that a lot when you when you go out, especially like in college. So you find like the these hot girls, these hot oh you know hot girl summer shit type type bitches. They be the most boring per people in the world. Like they don't gotta try, right? They don't gotta be interesting because their looks is what carries them. There's no personality there. There's not no charm, no nothing. It's just I'm a pretty face. Again. Not everyone, but hell, that's a lot of people I know. So, again, if the shoe, if it don't apply, let it fly. If the shoe fits, then fuck you. So, you know, you know this already. All right. So he says, I don't know 95% of the show on on the shows on Netflix. So I ask, I ask her about her favorite chances. Okay. So he's saying he doesn't really watch Netflix. So he doesn't really know how to approach someone that says that they like Netflix. Okay. Um, so, you know, apparently same thing with travel. What's the craziest place you visited? And he's, he has zero idea how to talk about going out or shopping. He says, I don't need to have an interest in common with the person I'm talking to. If they are into something I never heard of, I'll gladly learn about it. The issue is that most people don't want to ramble about something they love to someone they just met. So how do I talk to people who share nothing in common with me? Okay, so I think you're approaching this the wrong way, my man, right? Because small talk, like this is how I see small talk, right? Small talk only is like a, like I never see see small talk in like a setting where you're actually trying to pick up women. Because the whole point of that is to kind of get to know them a little bit more, not entirely, you know? You want to set it up. You want to set up like the date, not the date, it's more like let's have coffee, that's where you kind of get the opportunity to know them, you know. So the small talk, that you, the small talk, you know, let me, get, let me get this water. Shit, I've been talking for too long. Give me a second, guys. Ah, much better. All right. So, yeah, small talk, right? It's more like you want to get to know the basics. You don't want to get too deep in this shit because you'll get deep into it, like, when the coffee day comes, you know, because I, I don't even know if people do that shit. People go out to coffee. I feel like most people just want to have like a big dinner and like a date. I'm like, yo, that's too early. Like, I don't even know you. You know, it's like, I'm going to save my money. Let's go to Starbucks and some shit, you know, let me get you some of that. But what you're talking about, like finding, like talking to someone that you don't share anything in common. I would probably what I would do is just keep asking questions until you find something that you might know about. You know what I'm saying? Like with these females that you've been saying that all they talk is about shopping or traveling. 
I mean, you can kind of go out. You can you can be like, hey, you know, so what you shop for? You know, what's your favorite store or whatever? You might have an idea of what these stores are. And even if you don't, you might want to ask, you know, what what do they buy? What are their favorite stores? Because you gotta you gotta realize that depending on how they what they give you, you have to work with that shit. You know, you have to make it work somehow. If you're trying to pick up chicks, I guess I guess that's what you're doing. With the small talk, is trying to pick up women. Uh, what you would do is, you got you gotta do like this. Is what I do, right? This is what I do. Let me let me put it to you this way, right? When I just say I talk to someone with, about small talk, I wanna grab something that it's interesting about them and then run with it, you know, and just keep asking them about it, and I let them carry the conversation. You know, because with people that you don't share any interest in or anything at all, like let's say you are into gaming and they don't know anything about gaming, right? Just drop the gaming and just try to find something that they you can kind of relate where you guys can have a good conversation about. Let's say maybe you're, she's not into gaming, but you are. All right, drop that. Now, let's go uh, the yoga thing. Let's go back with the yoga. Let's say you say, oh, you know, on Fridays I do this yoga at this place. And then she'll be like, oh, my God, you do yoga. I've been trying to get into yoga as well. And then there you go. You got it, right? So you can be like, yeah, you know, yoga is pretty fun. You know, like you should definitely try it. There's like so many things. There you go, right? You have a conversation going. Because the point is to keep a nice flow. You want a nice flow in the conversation. It, it, and then the small talk would turn into, like, not small talk anymore. It would probably turn into, like, I guess the big talk we're going to say. Yeah, the big talk. There you go. The big talk. But that goes with anything, not just picking up women. That goes with just making friends. Let's say you just make friends. You have no interest in, in being romantically involved with anyone. You just want to make friends it's the same pr- same process starts with small talk then it gradually turns into the big talk and then you hit it off and now you're you have a conversation going because i think the whole point of a small talk is that you want to make it you want to get out of that small talk situation and turn it into something that you can actually talk the whole night doesn't really happen very often not gonna lie like some people are just boring as fuck and they just have nothing to say like they their personality is just like a piece of rock the fucking like they have nothing going on. Say, oh, what you do? Oh, you know, I just you know I just watch movies. About oh, what type of movies? And then they just and then that, just like that, like like bro, like come on, like, like like live it up a little bit. Like let me know what you like about these movies. Who is this? Who's that? Like I want to know this shit, right? Like I don't just want you to give me the the one word answers and that's it. You know, like I don't fuck with that. Like stop. Like don't do that. So there are times where you will win some. And then you will lose some. You you can't just have a conversation with everyone, sadly. That's just how I see it. You know, some people are not going to give you the material for you to work with. They just, or maybe some people ain't fucking with you like that. You know, they just not that interested. So they kind of want to, they want you to go, but they don't want to tell you to go. You know what I'm saying? Again, it goes back to what we're talking about. Some people need to be more honest. You could save so much, like, like women. You got to learn how to speak up. The guy is not interested and you want him to go away. You kind of have to tell him to go away. You can't just insinuate like, hey, I want you to leave in and, and, and just giving these one word answers because we are dumb. Remember, we are stupid 
we men are dumb. And sometimes we do not get the hint that you want us to go away. And there we are. We just keep talking to you about fucking hiking and yoga and all this shit that you don't really care about. Because you're not interested in us to begin with. So now we're just wasting our time there. Just trying to like impress you or whatever the fuck. I don't know. You know. I, you know, it's funny because like, I was never, I've never ran into a situation of the small talk. Like, not like that. Like how he's describing where he runs out of things to talk about or he can't really find anything in common to talk about. Because I always feel like you're gonna, you, you're gonna, you need to have, you need to be like a jack of all trades. You know what I'm saying? And let me explain. It's more of like, you don't need to know everything, but you need to have some basic knowledge of some stuff, you know, just so you can talk about it with different people. And then if they know more, they can teach you a few things. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me give you like an example. Right. Um, this is pretty funny. Uh, makeup. Right. So we're I, see. I'm a guy. I don't wear makeup. Right. Of course. But I was with someone. Um, an ex that she was huge into makeup. Her whole thing was just makeup. Correct. Now, I if if I'm if I was a different person, I wouldn't give a fuck about that. You know, makeup is for women, which is not. But when you know, for her, it, it is. So I will not touch that world. I will stay away from that world. But in my head, I was like, you know what? I could learn a little bit about makeup. Would I ever use makeup? Well, not really. I would never go out and buy it. You know, or use it. But I want to know about this shit. To me, it's interesting. Like, makeup is kind of it's kind of crazy. It's like real life Photoshop. That's what I will describe make like makeups. It, it's wild. Like you can turn like something into something else, right? Like just by blending some fucking things, like, like some powders and some you know pixie dust and shit. You know, like it's crazy. And and women that like and men that do their makeup and they fucking do it beautifully and amazingly. Like, that's a talent. Like, I respect that shit. Like, I'm sorry, but I will never be able to do that. So whoever does, like, good makeup and took the time to learn it and stuff, math props to you. That shit is very impressive. But going back, right? So I decided to ask my ex, like, hey, what is this? What are you applying? What is this? You know, and then she was teaching me something. She was like, you know, oh, this is like bronzer. This is like con- contour, contour, they call it. Uh, this is like, you know, eyeshadow and whatever the fuck. And then you have like eyeliner. And then you have like a face uh, mist that what it does is like it prevents like the makeup from cracking because that, uh, that's a thing. Like makeup cracks. I didn't know that. But like that's fucking interesting as fuck that you got to be careful with the makeup just in case. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then, you know, then we will go out and then she will see like Sephora or like Mac, like the store, not the Mac, like Apple, but like the Mac, like that's like the, like the lipstick brand. And we will go in and then she will be like teaching me all these different like, like brands because the whole thing, like makeup is kind of fucking crazy, right? Because like there's so many different brands and so many different just uh, things happening at once, like everyone's doing the same thing you know you have like the naked palette you have like the urban decay or whatever the fuck right and all of these kind of do the same thing but not really and then you have like the fucking like rihanna shit and it's just because it has the name in it like you want to buy it but does it really work like this one like being a girl i feel like that shit is tough no 
<laughs> that shit is crazy tough. Imagine dealing with you go into like a like a Sephora or you go into like a uh what's what's the other joint? What's the other store? I know Sephora is, is, is pretty popular, but there's like there's other ones, but you just going in there and you see this whole world. Like if you're young and you see this like this whole world of just makeup, like that shit like blows your mind, right? But like I didn't have to learn that shit, right? But I wanted to. So I'm confidently enough that if I go and walk up to like a girl and I compliment her makeup, I could have like a chat with her about makeup. Like I could be like, yo, what's what is that what you, what what are you using? What's that eye what's that eyeshadow you using, right? Like just the fact that you know what eyeshadow is, like that already that's like a win. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe they think you're gay. But if you have the right like if you have the right um person not the right person I am, but if you're carrying yourself in a different way, they'll be like, Oh man, this this guy is not really like like gay at all. Like like he actually knows his shit, right? So like it could go both ways. Or just something that, that you can do is just just go online and just learn about some shit, you know? That's what I do most of the time. When I'm bored, I just be online just learning shit that I would never use. Like, like, um, was one thing that I was, like, checking not too long ago that it was, like, pretty dumb. It was, like, oh, yeah, I was, like, how to take care of, like, a pet lizard, you know? I'm never gonna buy a pet lizard, bro. Like, <laughs> like fuck that. Like, I, I, I like lizards, but I don't think that's a good pet. Like, I, I'm gonna stick with dogs and, like, and that's it, because I like dogs. But, like, a lizard, bro, like, I'm not even going to fucking get a lizard. But why am I searching this shit? I don't know. It's just something that I wanted to know. So I feel like you should apply that to your daily routine of learning, not going in-depth into everything, but kind of learning many things that you would not even be interested in or maybe you would not ever do, like skydiving. I don't know. Maybe you want to learn how to have what what goes into skydiving or something or maybe you do want to do i don't know there's so many things that you can apply and because of this information that you're getting you're getting more knowledgeable about certain things that other people be are really into right so then you go to the club you go to the bar you go to a bunch of friends and then they mention something right oh they mentioned skydiving oh shit they they have a pet lizard oh my god you know there you go. Now you know a few things and you can kind of tell them your experience. Like, yeah, you know, I was reading about like getting a pet lizard and like this and the other. And and there you go. And then you're striking a conversation with them in which you're not still in, in common grounds, but you're getting there. You're getting there in the common grounds, you know, but you, you're kind of slowly getting into a rhythm where it's like an actual conversation and if you feel the flow, you know, because you, you ever been in a conversation where shit you know is not going well like you know you're you're bombing like there's just a lot of like pauses it's a lot it's silent like those be the worst those are the worst ones i don't know how people deal with that but my god that is horrible at that point you just kind of say like goodbye and then you just fucking leave you know at that point you don't want to deal with that shit no more but like i i think for for small talk that works for me just find things that eventually you'll connect but you don't have to connect deeply on them it can be on like on a surface level thing that eventually will turn into a big talk like we said you know like a like an actual conversation so for me i feel like that works pretty well but again take my take my word with a grain of salt like i always said for the last reddit 
this is actually a good one. I actually like this one because I want to share this one with you guys. I was going to do that after, before the one I just told you about, but I don't know. I feel like we've been talking about too many depressive things, and I don't want to keep it that way. How about we end We end the show, well, not the show, the episode, with a little, you know, good news. Everyone likes good news, right? Something inspirational, something that encourages you, something lighthearted. So this one comes from the Reddit Mental Health. Real good Reddit, by the way. You guys should follow that one. Uh, fat and depressed to fit and happy. All right. Not sure why I'm writing this. I used to spend a lot of time on Reddit feeding my OCD, anxiety, and depression. I started my journey six months ago. I used to self-medicate with alcohol to the amount of three, four bottles of wine a day. I also used to be a food addict who weighed over 220 pounds. The depression and anxiety were so severe, I was having trouble fighting through the fog and couldn't leave the house. Damn. Yeah, sometimes it be like that. You 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 fighting your demons. You fighting your demons, bro. Since December, I lost 65 pounds, cut out booze, no sweets, no greasy food, no sodas, and no coffee. What's wrong with coffee, man? I love coffee. All right, I don't like you no more. <laughs> I slowly work back the occasional wine to be fully transparent. I have not missed a day of running 3.5 miles. And not every day is perfect, but I consider myself free of mental illness thanks to diet changes and meditation. You might not believe me, but you can do it too. Exercise and meditation is a cure. If you don't believe me, give it a try. This is wholesome. I actually like this. I like ending the the episode on this one because I always say this, right? Now, bear with me. But I have I don't suffer from depression or any of the mental illnesses. But I feel like that has been a trend in 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 recent years where you come across many people that have depression and anxiety, you know. But but it's always crazy that you you meet them in such a huge amount of them. Like just everyone has it, right? And I just feel like the people that has it in some cir- some circumstances, not all, because mo- some of them actually do have huge, like, you know, mental illnesses and things that have been going on in their life. But I'm talking about just in a general way where these always are the most unhealthy ass motherfuckers that you ever meet, like not working out, either they're lazy um, they just have a shitty ass diet. You know what I'm saying? Like these people where they want to blame it all on like their depression or anxiety for the way that they're behaving in life. And I always say to myself that sometimes you got to change what you do. You know, you have to change your behavior. Just like this guy, you know, he he was he was getting drunk all the time. He was just doing all this shit all the time. And then he started working out. He started to meditate. He started he changed his diet and now he's not depressed. Now he's on anxiety. Now, did he actually have depression? I don't know. That's kind of funny to 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 think about. Did he actually have depression? Who knows? But he will drink. He would drink a lot, you know. Like, and I feel like a lot of people do that. You know, they just be drinking because they just want to escape reality, and that's very common, you know. But if only you change 
here a little bit and just what you do every day. Again, he started running. He started changing his diet. He started meditating. Meditating is pretty good. I haven't been into meditating a lot because I find it really difficult to do. I just It's probably because I haven't had the right coach to meditate. So I don't really do it because I don't know how to do it that well. And some of the like, online like YouTube videos are kind of shitty with that. So they don't really help that much. But... Again, meditating, that, that shit works. And I feel like it's like sometimes it's all in your head. Like sometimes you just feel that way because of the things that you do in life. You know, if you if you don't eat very well, like of course you're just going to feel shitty all the time. You're going to feel like you have no energy. You're just going to feel like, damn, like I'm just, I'm just a lazy piece of shit. And you got to get out of that. And only you can get out of that. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, I, I, I think this, this last one, this last Reddit, it's real nice, very inspiring, very encouraging, where it's like, hey, you can do it too. You you just had to put a little bit of effort. You got to put a little bit of, like, time to get out and do something that will make you happy. You know, you have to break these walls, you know. It's not all just, like, like, like medication, you know. I, I always say that it, this is kind of crazy that some people will pick medication over taking care of themselves. You know, and to me, that's like that's as crazy because like most of these medications, sometimes they just end up making things worse. You know, they just make they just make you feel shitty. Sometimes they do help. I'm not going to lie. I know people that it actually helped them to, to the medication when they're off the medication. They're just they are not able to function. But when they get back into it, uh, they are able to function. But, of course, it, it like, this whole thing with, like, depression and anxiety is so strange because there's so many studies, but at the same time, everyone is so different. It affects everyone different. Some people, like this guy, he was able to get out of it by just doing some simple thing that has been known to prolong your life. Eating well, exercising, and meditating, or, or, or you know, all that stuff. Like, if you do that on a regular basis, like, you're going to probably be a, a healthy human being. You know, but for some people, it's not it's not that easy, you know, and I and I acknowledge that the fact that with some people exercising and eating well ain't going to cut it. They still might have anxiety. They still might have depression. They still might want to kill themselves like that shit is not something to take lightly. Right. And even though I appreciate this, because a lot of people should hear this, that this is a encouraging story where it's like this guy decided to get out of it by himself not relying on any medication is powerful because it, it might affect a lot of people it might not affect you let's say you have some sort of anxiety and depression maybe this this red is not for you you know but is it is for a lot of people out there you know you just gotta find what works for you you know what what would help you not be um, depressed and, and have anxiety. Like, I met someone that, for her, like, um, being busy. Just being busy. Not exactly working out. She did work out, but not exactly working out helped the depression. It was more just staying busy so you don't think about it. You know? Just doing good stuff. Good stuff. Not just busy to, like, to like do like nothing like oh i'm just gonna go to the mall and walk around like no actually doing stuff like either working on herself like uh working like working just in general in her career um reading maybe just educating herself like stuff like that right just being busy helped her out and that's crazy because i feel like we have to put more emphasis on 
doing other things to help depression and anxiety that doesn't have to rely on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many things that can help people that we don't know. But the first thing that we sometimes do is just rely on like the drugs. Like here, just take this. Just take, just take like Soloff. Like fuck it. Just go on Soloff. It might help your depression. Uh, see me back in like a few months, you know. And that's like crazy to think that people actually be on that stuff. And it might even make it worse. And that's sad to think about, you know. Sometimes I think about that. And I feel kind of lucky that I don't have anything like that. Like, I've always been a person that just sees things very differently. And, like, you know, you feel sad. You feel like you you like you have the blues sometimes. But it's never something that it's pro- like for me that it prolongs for, like, a week. Like, how depression does. You know, I never feel like I never want to get out of bed. Like, oh, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to. Never. And I feel like that's that's a good thing but it's also like a bad thing because i can never really fully um empathize with people that go through it i to them i am always i'm not very helpful to them and by that what i mean it's like they see me and they're like oh he doesn't understand what i'm going through and he will he, he never will so i'm just gonna discard him you know when in reality maybe that energy that i bring could be something that helps you get out of it maybe that's what you need you know you don't want someone that's just as depressed as you like too depressed like in the in the story that in the in the first you know in the first reddit that i read both of them were depressed right she will do everything for him he will never do anything for her you know it's like i feel like having two depressed people just doesn't work you know two negatives even though in math they make a positive in real life they don't you know just because you two are always always like, depressed is not doesn't mean it's gonna be good. Someone has to be the one to get out, to get out of it, and bring the other along and be like, hey, let's not be this way. Let's actually, you know, be with each other and support each other so we can be better about this. You know, because you can always be better about stuff like that. So I really really like this the this guy's story that that what he did. I feel like a lot of people should take some notes about that and and really look at yourself and be like you know i'm gonna try to 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 again be better with that stuff but for now everyone we have run out of time so again i thank you all so much for listening to this episode and remember if you enjoy the show and you want to support it go follow us on spotify go follow our instagram go follow our youtube channel youtube.com slash 20 rock productions also we are on anchor.fm we're on apple Podcasts as well and if you're listening there rate us five star again that always helps and if you're watching the video again give us a like comment if you like but always make sure to subscribe to support the show because we'll be more episodes not every time it's gonna be just me this time it was a special occasion until I find uh, LJ. You know, he's been missing. So I'll be on the lookout for him. But next time, hopefully I get him back. And if not, you know, it's going to be me again. And I'm going to bring you guys more Reddits to, to, so we can all have a fun time. Just share with me. Just have a, sh- a chill day, night, morning, evening, whatever time you listen in this episode. So like I said, thank you all so much for listening and also watching. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Peace.